There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Flight OOH-047-BHM. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are oh, you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. Welcome to Forever Forwards. Throughout the month of October, which is Black History Month in the UK and Black Achievement Month here in the Netherlands, we'll be sharing conversations that we've had with a few dope guests, tapping into their experiences of living, working and thriving as a black person in society. For us, we really wanted to use these conversations to celebrate the progressive mindset of the black community and champion some of those people who are trailblazing in their specific fields. Our next guest is cultural shaper and vibe maker Jojo Shinobi, co-founder of Recess Parties, Black in a Day, and There Is No Signal Radio. This conversation tracks Jojo's journey from the beginning, and we speak to him about a number of things, including how to spot an opportunity, knowing when to pivot, and what to do when the chips are down. Again, this is another dope conversation with another dope guest for Forever Forwards. Yeah. Uh, but we can get into it though. This is definitely about you. This ain't about us. So we'll Trust. go into it. Who, who's introing it today? Well, we rock paper scissors in because that's what happened last time. Bro. No, no, go on, K. Go on. It's your thing. What me? It's always me, though. <laughs> I want but one of you lot to intro the thing, bro. Do your thing, bro. Do your thing. You're the man. You're the man. After, 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 after. These lot, Jojo. These lot never want to help me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Out Home Podcast, a show brought to you by four Londoners living in Amsterdam, capturing and sharing stories of inspiring people. Whilst telling our own with me, obviously, I've got the Mandem, Yaf, Stephen, Kwame, and we're joined today by a special guest. He goes by the name of Jojo Shinobu. Shinobi? Shinobi. 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 Yeah, yeah. I asked him, last... Do you know what's so funny about that? I asked him five seconds ago how to pronounce yeah. his last name, and it lost me. It lost me. Yeah, that's so something like one more time. No, 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 no. I'm going to do it right. right go, go, go. How do I say it? Shinobi. Okay. Yeah. Jojo Shinobi. Yeah, don't, don't, you look, you're laughing, bro. That, that is the best rendition so far. It's That's the best, the best rendition. rendition. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> rendition. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Um, a graphic designer, no events organizer. Um, he is um responsible of recess, black in the day, and no signal radio, right? Yes, no sir. signal radio. There's no signal radio. All right, boom. Thank you for joining us, my brother. Um, this is our, Thank I think, you, third or fourth install, installation of Forever Forwards. As Yaf has told you, um, it's about people in our community that are flying the flag, that are doing shit in culture, that are pushing the needle, that are moving it. And um, yeah, we just wanted to chat to you, chop it up and um, get to know you a little bit better, see where you're thinking about us as a community, where we're going. And uh, yeah, man, let's just get into this, bro. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So, I mean, Kieran done a... Done a Kieran is the intro guy, as you can see, bruv. This is why we were saying, Kieran, do your thing, because... Bruv, yeah, it was smooth, nah. it was smooth I can't lie, man. <laughs> it was smooth until I got your name wrong. I'm sorry, bruv. I got a hold of nah, it's, 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 it's calm, it's calm, it's calm, it's calm. Don't worry, um, like, it's when there ones where, like, I remember, like, from young, people used to say Shinobi because of the game as well. I would have yeah. taken that, though. 
You know what I mean? And I got, I've only just started to pronounce it properly. I used to say so, like Sanubi just to make it easy. Oh, really? But only okay. recently, I've been like, you know, I have to say my name properly. No, nah, for facts, bro. Facts. I thank you for correcting me, bro. For real. Nah, it's live, man. It's live. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Um, obviously, so Kieran kind of mentioned a couple of the things that you do. Very multifaceted and sounds, brother. I'm, I'm even thinking like, how do you even get rest looking at all of those things that you're doing? <laughs> um, but it will be dope just to hear it from, from your mouth and from yeah. your words, like who you are, what you do, and a little bit about you, man. Yeah, um, yeah. My name is Jojo. Um, primarily graphic designer, but that's the thing I've been doing from for like 14, 13, 14 years old. Um, it's what I like the most, but it's not what I do the most nowadays, which is kind of sad. Do you know what I mean? I wish I had more time to do more of it, but yeah, it's what I like the most. Um, uh, known for that doing parties via recess, known for the archive Black in a Day, and obviously more more recently known for No Signal and the whole radio station and the whole platform. So in mm. all of that, um, it's just the main thing that we do is just bringing people together in it or giving entertaining people essentially. Mm. That's what I do. That's what me and my team do. You know, yeah. How does how does someone who's a graphic designer like out of the three that you just mentioned, recess? Which, if anyone's listening, I don't know if any of you men have been to the parties. Is probably like the hottest, one of the hottest parties in London that you can go to. Always lit, always turn up, and then obviously black in the day, and then no signal. Those are like three different things essentially. Like, how does someone who's passionate about graphic design then kind of jump into those things there? Um, to be fair, I think it comes with like. Um... Let's start with the parties. I think the party thing was like, I've always been, always wanted to do parties, always was doing parties or gatherings at least from 18. And um, so I did a big party for my 18th birthday, did a couple of house parties, um, like ACS times in uni, did like yeah. obviously parties then. Um, but then it was just kind of like when, when uni was done and it was like 2013 and that, that transition from the uni life to London life. And also Twitter was a massive thing back then. So I was just kind of like getting people off Twitter to come together because it was a thing that was happening already, like Twitter link, Twitter link ups, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Inverted commas, innit? People used to talk down to them, but I mean, like, it really made the experience of of fraternizing on Twitter, like, kind of like 3D. Do you know what I mean? Because now you're meeting people that you speak to almost every day online. Yeah. You know? And obviously back then, like, the club space weren't really built for like the, the black people up in the center. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are niche club nights, you know, like you got pure dancehall nights, pure Afrobeats nights, and the, the uncle clubs and that. But like in the center, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like for me to say that it doesn't exist is a lie. But the people what, in the what, center, what, which were a lot of us sitting. What 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 kind of what time what timeline you were you talking about? Is like 2012, 2012, yeah, 2012, yeah, yeah. 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah. a lot, them times people were doing like apartment parties and all that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't really get into the West End clubs. Weren't yeah. really anything popping in ends. Right. And like, if you were you know to go saying? somewhere, it's like hit or miss whether or not you get in there at, at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The uni thing was done for us. So we're not going back to uni to go party. Mm. I mean, I did go to, I did go to Bar Fest in 2014. <laughs> what uni did you go to, Jojo? I went Kingston. Okay. Oh, yeah. shit. Who else? Yeah. Someone else we, we spoke to went to Kingston. They were just... Live, live innit? Live. Yeah. They live. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah probably live. live. Yeah. Talking down on it, bruv. Talking down on Kingston. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Kingston, for when I was there, it was... An, it was Apparently, it was like 
a bit past it. Like, it was the end of the glory years, isn't it? Oh, okay. <laughs> bro, what was that party in Kingston, man? That everyone Was it Oceana? Oceana, bro. Oh, my days. Oh, she's in Kingston. <laughs> oh, she's... Bro. I used to travel 45 minutes oh, from ends to go there, yeah. <laughs> bro, that's many that stories in that building. place. Bro, that, that club is a building, yeah? Amazing. Trust me. Yeah, trust like, me. Four different rooms, but mm. yeah, like people weren't really doing that. There wasn't really nothing, so a lot of people don't link a Twitter link up. So like, yeah, I started doing my own Twitter link up as well for my birthday, and then um, people enjoyed it. So the following year, 2014, did another one, and I just ended up calling these parties JoJo's in it. So that was like JoJo's two, then ended that I think ended that summer 2014. Did another one, JoJo's three up in Brixton, and then it was just. I think I did about I did six of them over between the end of summer 2014 and what year? What, what year am I thinking? Okay, and Halloween 2015. Okay. So about three more parties. Wow. And it wasn't that many. So three more parties within the next year. And um, but like where graphic design comes into that was where it was the posters that man was making. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what yeah. made them stand out. Like, it was two things. is the fact that people on Twitter were talking about the party, so people wanted to go, but also the posters. You know, I would make, like, five different posters for one party. They all look solely, totally different, but people would be like, wow, the poster's amazing. Why, why did you make five? Why did you make five different ones? Um, To be fair, it was just to... I always thought the idea of sharing one poster once is... Like, uh, no, making one post and sharing it five times is dead. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because people are just going to be like, okay, yeah, this, it's going to get to a point of annoyance now. We get it. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's happening. But if you see something different of the same thing, you're like, okay, like, you might have my attention now. You might even anticipate the next what the next post is going to be. Maybe is that, that's is just that me. Something that you learn, is that something that you learn as a graphic designer? Or just something that you uh, just thought, ah, oh, do you know what that would how I would like to consume stuff is is, is this way. It's a mix of both because mm. I, I was definitely tired of how that uni waves were promoted. Mm. Even though, yeah, I would slander it back then, but if I look back on it now, yeah, like, it was mad iconic, man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, iconic yeah, yeah. movement. I can't lie. <laughs> like, that, it was like, that needs to be, like, represented as an actual art movement. Do you know what I mean? Like, how they would have, like, 17 different things happening in one poster. Yeah, trust you know me. <laughs> like, that is a movie. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. But, so, I, I thought, let me dumb it down and then just kind of like, yeah, just add my own kind of like simplicity to it. And obviously, trying to make something complicated, simple is is what a designer should do. Isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to break things down and make it easy for people mm. or make it digestible. Uh, one of the things, I won't say it's a regret, but one of the things I did do back then, I was using white people on posters, isn't it? Which I found, when I, when I was like, <laughs> I kind of cringe a little. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of funny, man. But it's, it's, was that it's subconscious funny. or was you doing it intentionally? Um, definitely subconscious. I think I wanted to have people on there, but I didn't know who I wanted to have on there. Okay. And then I used somebody's image at their request, at the request of the model. But then the photographer was like, you jacked my image, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, like, I don't want to use generic images. I want to use images of my friends, but mm, yeah. I don't really have... The people I'm around right now, they don't have the images I need. So I'm just going to use these images. Okay, okay. And, uh, okay. It was an image of a friend I went to school with, another one. She was a white girl. But I mean, it didn't stop people from, it didn't stop people from coming to the party. But I knew, I think maybe a couple months after that, I can't do that no more. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then that also, that initiative kind of like led into how we ended up promoting recess a couple of years down the line. Jojo, what was the scene back then? Because I think we were talking earlier around. I think Yaf was asking me about kind of like um, 
because I was celebrating obviously Independence Day and he's asking me about like African culture back then and I was just saying like um, from when I graduated it was like 2010 like um, kind of like Afro beats and or kind of Afro music wasn't really talked about and it was something that I kind of kept in my household with my my parents and my brother but when I went out it wasn't it wasn't something I was seeing wasn't something that was really celebrated so do mm. you remember what it was like during those early times because you talked about um, kind of like using like white people on the flyers, but like was yeah. that just because that's what what it was at that time? Um, no, I, I think it's again those are two separate things uh, in terms of the, what the music was like. Yeah, I think the uni life um, really put on for a lot of African music, especially yeah. Afrobeats. I remember like that 2010 period you're talking about. Yeah, I remember there was a barbecue. I did. I think it was Prince William, his wedding or something. And then we did a barbecue. Like, you know they were doing? They were letting people do street parties. And yeah. then someone played the Don't Doll for the first time. Oh, shit. That must have slapped. And I was... I will never forget that, that moment. I was like, what is this? <laughs> this is crazy. And like, you're right, because I was hearing... Like, I grew up... My parents always had on... I, when we were young, it's either, you know, Nigerian uh, gospel tapes in the car. Yeah. Or if it's TV... It's Ben or whatever, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're all, always in touch, always in touch with a lot of Nigerian music, like 06, 7, 8, 9. Yeah. But it wasn't going anywhere further. I wasn't hearing it out. I wasn't really going out anyway. I was still in, I was still in, <laughs> in 06, I was still in school. You know what I'm saying? 08, I was in college. You know what I'm saying? But you was hearing with dance school. Yeah. I think the first one, the first one that really broke it was um uh, Debanch when he yep. started to, because he was kind of yeah. like the first yeah. one to really like make some sort of impact or some sort of ripple effect yeah. and I think after that it kind of because uh, yeah. I remember going to Nigeria at these times then they were uh, buying the CDs at the time and I was just like oh yeah. cool I need to take this back with me yeah and I had then, the CD as well man yeah <laughs> and then seeing that come on the radio really is mad yeah his album was really good and the whole type of people like DJ Brente for like you yes, know yeah, putting sure, on the radio bro. as well do you yeah, know what I yeah. mean thank you for and, choice but in 2010 hearing Don't Do I was like nah this is crazy like <laughs> This is actually so crazy. And then I think, well, I think 2011, when I was going, when I was, I think, Freshers Week, and it did play a bit of Afrobeat. So when Don't Do would come on and then the Europa bit will come on, yeah. I always used to sing that in my chest. With <laughs> your heart right. in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just want to show niggas that I'm Nigerian. <laughs> this is like the greatest song, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, that, that, what a song, man. And um, when you take it to 2012, 13, you know, that's when the weddings and hall parties are kind of becoming a little bit popular. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, and then obviously that 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 shows people like the the depth of of African or well, West African pop music. Well, I'll say West African pop because it's a blanket term, isn't it? To say African yeah, it pop music, isn't it? But um, well, mostly Nigerian Ghanaian music, and um, we was I'm trying to think. We we were definitely playing at, at our parties. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there wasn't there wasn't really a major scene for black parties in the in the center of yeah. you know, the culture, mm-hmm. and um, I think it took a while. I think it took, you know, I think 2014. Maybe some of the parties we was doing, there's a couple of brand parties happening. There was some stuff in Ace Hotel, but that was the trap year, man. 2014, 15, 16. That's <laughs> when so Future Young Fog were killing it. So yeah, there was yeah. Space mm-hmm. for Afrobeats in those mainstream parties, yeah. you know. So how did how did you transition into recess? Because you spoke about that that year where I think it was two thousand summer two thousand fourteen up until Halloween twenty fifteen. You said yeah. Then how do you sort of transition to like really branding it and becoming established and becoming a state? Yeah. 
It's um, they weren't like this. It was um, so back then we was I think summer 2015 June, we did our first party in um, Ace Hotel. They gassed to have Ace Hotel because that's when Ace Hotel was that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so that was that was really cool. (laughs) That was really cool because um, um, we a lot of a lot of the parties back then, like I said, was trap, 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 trap. Mm-hmm. But we was bringing the whole bag, you know, dance with Afrobeats, funky, everything. Uh, I had a meeting with the lady who booked us in and she was like, at the end of that year of 2015, she's like, I, I really want to support you. You know, I think you should come up with like, you know, a proper night and we can support you, get accent and all that stuff. Uh, have a think about it. And I was like, okay, cool. Do you know what I mean? Uh, went away probably for like a week or two. And um, within that week or two, I came back and I was like, yo, got an idea. Uh, we're going to call the party recess. It's going to be for younger people and we're going to have performers. And she's like, okay, that sounds sick. Cool. Let's do it. Uh, she said, I told her, but I really want you to give us Friday nights because she kept on giving us Thursdays. Okay. And obviously, in 2016, we're getting older. The people that was part of, that used to come to our parties in 2013 and 14, they got jobs now. They can't do Thursday night no more. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, okay, cool. I'll see what I can do. She gave us a Tuesday. Whoa. Oh, come on. What a shake, fam. You know what I'm saying? Thursday night to Tuesday. Bro. That became a conus on Gaster, bro. The club is bro. long. Wow. <laughs> That's what we tried to sell it as well. You know, we're going to turn up on a Tuesday, guys. <laughs> like, oh, it was such a shake, but she gave us, there was no other option. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so we had to make it work. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to do my best and I'm going to get, okay, some of the best DJs, I believe. So I've got like Snoochie Shy, who was coming up Take. big time back then. Got, um, what's it called? AG as well. Uh, my guy Rico Mars and another DJ that had been working with me for a while. And then um, got Lancey Four to perform. And Lancey Four was blowing up them times in 2016, off the back of 2015. Um, and I tried to I actually went to I didn't want to put the party through myself I wanted because I wanted it to be younger innit I didn't see myself as a younger person so I, I pushed it through Clint who does Cortez so I said Clint you front this party blah blah I'm patting everything behind the scenes you front the party and then yeah we tried it it didn't really bang obviously we made the profit but it was only 20 quid but a profit is not a profit you know what I'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. they didn't make a loss we felt good but yeah, that bang bro. You know what I'm saying? There's just too many guys in there. And it was just it's Tuesday night. I did, why did I do a Tuesday night party 10 to 3? I should have just done it 7 to 11. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so silly. I only realized that like two years later. Mad. And I was like, yo, fuck this. I'm not doing parties again. Fuck this recess <laughs> thing. CBA. And I was just going for a rough patch that year anyway. So the motivation was low. And just went over my year, just tried to do some things. That's how we ended up doing Black in the Day. So that put a batch in my back for the year. And then uh, I think it came to like September. I remember I booked in a date at Ace Hotel for the 22nd of December. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this party thing one more time, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Now I'm a bit, I've, I've got some motivation off the back of Black in the Day. So uh, I just I just told everyone, you know what? I'm going to push it myself. Uh, JoJo's isn't coming back. But it's the different names same vibe innit so it's called Recess now made like this this mad poster made a few posters in fact made a word search thing made like I don't know got people to like you know guess the 
the DJ lineup so they can get a ticket just to get people aware of it, blah, blah. And then, yeah, like, it was crazy. That party was sick. It was Christmas, the days before Christmas, and there's a lot of motives then, isn't it? Yeah. And I remember, I think after that party, me, me and my brother, when we got home, we was like, yeah, man, we're back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, we was back. Like, I never forget that moment. Like, it was such a good moment. It was Same. so weird because we made, I think, like, that venue small, but I don't know how we managed to make double of what, double, we made double on the door than what we made of ticket sales, but it doesn't make sense because you sold like a quarter of tickets on the door. <laughs> That's right. Honestly, that, uh, that it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> my brother just said he was bumping niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know, so 50, there we go. Give me 50. Hey, big man. Hey, big man. Yo. So my brother was, he was the marshal of the door back then, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's like, the, the marshal. The depends. The hey. price depends on who's asking. You know what I'm saying? Hey Jojo, listen. Um, you said that you were a bit demotivated after that first party didn't bang, and um, Black in the Day like recharged you. What was it about Black in the Day that like got you back into the swing of things? Like, and or do you mind even explaining what Black in the Day is for people that are listening? Because some people might be listening, might not even know. Yeah, yeah. With Black in the Day, it's um, it, it started off as as a what's a well, 2015 Black History Month. I approached Tanya. Uh, she's a poet. And I said, yo, listen, I've seen you live, you know, and I really fuck with you. Would you like to do a poem for Black History Month? Mm. And I'm going to film it in our studio, blah, blah, blah. She said she was down. We recorded it in one song in um, Spacey Black Studio. And then we filmed it in the studio we was using back then. Uh, she didn't really like it. I didn't really like it myself, too. So we kind of parked it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then the end of that year, I just tailed off. I was like, I'm taking a break. I'm just going to go MIA for a month. And then didn't really recover from the MIA-ness. You know what I'm saying? Enter 2016, like limping through to, to 2016. And I think February was coming up. Uh, and that's Black History Month for Americans. And then Tanya was like, yo, should we do this thing again? Blah, blah. I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. But she said, I want to use my family photos because I'm the poem is about my parents when they first mm. come to the country. So I want to use images of them to illustrate what I'm saying. And I was like, yo... That's crazy, like yeah. So do I, like. Let me put some of my, my family images as well. Sick. And then one of us, I always forget the story, how the story goes. But one of us said, "Let's make it a project." And then we was like, "Yo," and then she, I said the name, it was dead, and she said, "Black in the day." I went, "Whoa, mm. yo, we've hit the belly." That's yeah, some real yeah, poetic yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> is <laughs> real poetic. Shit. We've I hit bet she belly. said it I I... as well. Bro, this is on WhatsApp. This is on WhatsApp. I wish I had the screenshot. Bro. It's a, on a different phone, but bro, I'll never forget that moment. I was watching my phone just going, whoa. I yeah. don't know if I, maybe my brother remembers that moment, maybe not. But I remember just going to him, yo, we just hit the belly. Bro. <laughs> like, and I was like, yo, I'm going to do the branding right now. Designed it off straight. I was just gassed because it gave me something to look forward to, something new, something fresh. Yeah. Because mm. that 2015, man was doing up, well, actually, not even 2015. I, I got sacked from my retail job in 2014, that July. So yeah. from then, I never had a job. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to try this freelance thing. I'm going to pick up video, pick up camera. I'm going to try a thing. So 2015, I spent a long time trying, trying, trying. I thought I was going to blow off. I can't lie. I didn't realize that it's a long road, didn't it? I thought I was going to blow. When that, that feeling didn't happen and a couple other things, I was like, damn, like, I felt like giving up. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why it was a rough year. But then obviously, black in the day, like... When we decided what Black and Day is going to be, and we said, okay, it's going to be a submission-based archive where people submit their family photos, and it's like 
we can use this to build a more like uh, natural, not natural, more personal image of what Black Britain looks like. Mm. I was like, yo, this is this is a unique project. Looked around, nothing like it. Do you know what I'm saying? So when we put that down and then we did our first event in September, which was the scanning social. Um, it even took us a long while to launch it. We had that idea in February, launched it in July, did the first event in September. When we did the first event, like, I was like, yo, I miss events so much. I miss the feeling of, like, bringing people out and people are dancing. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm. the whole concept of scanning socials, like, you come through, you got a venue, got drinks, got a DJ, you just bring your photos, we scan them, right, and you go party, socialise, and, well, you know what I'm saying? And it was such a nice feeling. It was such a nice feeling. And I was like, yeah, man, you know what? I want to try this party thing once again, man. So mm. That's what put the battery in my back. Sick, man, sick. So for, okay, so from then, then then what? Like obviously, you got back into um, recess. How did that blow up? How did we then move into like no signal as well? Oh uh, man, um, there's 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 three. I think there's three key moments for for recess and then what pushed us into with no signal. I'm gonna try to say as concise as possible in it because it's quite long and it took about. So I say recess recess started December 2016. And um, I think it was, we were still getting Thursday nights. Like I said, could he get a Friday? And um, we did a party in February, on Thursday night. Not many people. Because obviously, the people that were my age were 23. Mm. Wait, how was, I was 24 that year, in fact. Wow. People got work. You know, I'm one of the, I'm the freelance, like, con, the freelance contingent isn't that large, isn't it, you know, at that time? <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that large at that moment, you know what I'm saying? And they're more accustomed to doing to parties that are like 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. on a Thursday. You know them, them brand motives, you know what I'm saying? Or back yeah. then when there was a lot of like uh, exhibitions, you know? Yeah. I miss that period that, when people yeah. were doing their exhibitions, you know? That year was, brands were doing, that they were doing hella physical activations. Bro, man. it was mm. crazy. I yeah, actually I miss that period so much, man. Mm. Um, Same, but... <laughs> Yeah, like we just used to meet wavy people at those things, innit? Trust bruh. me, man. Interesting people, bruv. That was the Lincoln Build era, man. That Trust was legit. Me. The Trust Lincoln me. Build era. You know mm. what I mean? But, um, <laughs> the Lincoln Build. Lincoln Build. I like that still. So, so what we did, um, we was fighting for Friday night for recess, man. And um, fortunately, a place that I sent an inquiry to, um, which was Mangle in Hackney, uh, they reached out to me on, I think, like, the beginning of March, like yo, um, did you still are you still interested in that date? And a date here, like we've got a date in like, three weeks, and if you want to take it, and I was like, what date? And he said Friday. I went raw. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. And he said, and I said, oh, how big is the venue? He said eight hundred. I went fuck eight hundred. Wow, we're just doing Ace Hotel two fifty. Our last party Ace Hotel in February is one fifty. How are we gonna do eight eight hundred? Mm-hmm. I was, I was, but it's one of those things. It's like, yo, it's nothing. It's that or nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. a Friday night as well. Mm-hmm. So, boy, I remember the person I was dating at the moment. I was at a house and I was just like, yo, like I was telling her about the year of struggling for this thing. And then when I told her, she was like, right, like this is mad. But I remember I literally got up and said, yo, I gotta go. I got a party to promote. I literally ran out of the yeah. house, yeah. ran home, threw down this poster. Legit, like, legit, <laughs> legit, <laughs> like the ideas come into your head as you run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> threw down this poster, and the poster, I was like, you know, we gotta let niggas know that this is our first Friday in, in two years, is it? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. 
And it's, it's a big moment for us because we've been fighting for this. So the poster just read Friday, 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 Friday. And in between the gaps, it just had, okay, also for the date, the lineup, the yeah. location, you know what I'm saying? And then like, I did some GIFs, like did just like so many little bits of graphics and people like, yo, what is this recess thing? Like, do you know what I'm saying? What is this thing? Blah, blah. I remember I was, on, I was in the, the barbers on the, the day of um, the party. And my phone was buzzing off like from the Eventbrite notifications. And I was like, wow, the tickets are just going mad. Damn, tickets are sold out. 200 tickets. The rest is going to be on the door. Calm. That made me feel like, okay, we can, we're not going to get 800, but if we get yeah. 200 now, and then people are saying, oh, okay, I, I can pay on the door. Who knows what you can expect? At mm. least when it, when it was Ace Hotel and the 300 be outside, you know, they can't come in. But if 300 turn up to this one, they can get in. Yeah, so yeah, um, I got the trim. Me and my brother went to, we went to, we went to Primark to go get some drip. <laughs> <laughs> I got a two-piece from Primark. This, this uh, khaki two-piece. You know what I'm saying? We was like, yeah. Like, I remember that day, man. Like, it was actually such a good day, man. It was an easy going day. No strength. <laughs> you know, and then uh, we got to the party and, um, we, like the normal routine for recess is like okay make sure we've got like you know the get the disposable cameras because obviously yeah. we, we get the disposable cameras and pass them around to the people in the yeah, party yeah. Uh, make sure we've got uh, a float a money tin make sure we've got a pen for a stamp you know what I'm saying make sure all the DJs know their set times everything was running so smooth get to the venue me and RBC setting up obviously like right this venue is big you know, we're setting up. We've got the Snapchat, Snapchat filter as well. Oh my days! <laughs> so many, so many little things I actually forgot about. And um, yeah, we we just done that. We it was it was nice. Oh, we had a surprise guest as well. I remember. So we had we got suspect. Sick. Okay, okay, okay. We got suspect yeah, yeah, to come yeah. perform, and that's when FBG was that song. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, he randomly followed me like a couple weeks before. Don't know why. And I just said, I messaged him like, yo, bro, I got this party. I don't know your song's popping off right now. And the crowd that I got, like, they will love the song, man. He was like, how yeah, much yeah. can we do? And we said, like, we'll do four, can we do 450? And I can't lie, that is a bargain. Yes. You know <laughs> that is absolutely bargain. But yeah, he came, like we, like, it was absolutely shut down because we never announced it. So when people, when people saw that, they were like, what the fuck? That song was, oh, it's beautiful. So anyway, we had about 550 people in there in total, which was crazy. You know what I'm saying? We we didn't have a team on the door. We just literally improvised and just I just told one random girl to come help us. So we was gassed. People was like, your recess is hard. But then the, the tragedy was the next one in April, oh, same venue. But do you remember there was an acid attack in that venue? In yeah. 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 Oh, so that was peak. That was two weeks before our party. So it was like, oh, oh this is a bit scary. Is our party going to happen or not? It did happen, but there was strict measures in it for how you, for how security search you. They're doing airport style security. You have to empty everything into a tray. And it takes about five minutes per person. So we oh, sold wow. about, I think, sold about 300 tickets on the door and the rest will be on. And no, 300 tickets online and the rest will be on the door. Boy, you got fucked. About 600 people turn up on the door. Oh my days. Because it's oh. taking so long. That, and they were, they were making a mess of it. So the ticket people, like 100 of them, did, 100 of them didn't get in. And about 400, 500 people were still outside trying to get in. Some, some friends were like, yo, I'm inside. Like, you get my friend inside. I'm like, nah, this is a madness. Police come through uh, and they check the party. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Like the, the management, sorry, the manager was like, yo, can you go control your people? And I was like, that's not my job, bro. You got bounces yeah. there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then some random white guy started a fight with the bounces and then he caused a rush in the door. Some girls having panic attacks. It was just absolute mayhem. Fuck. You know, and we was pissed because we booked T-Biz for this party. Oh! You know what I'm saying? Um, we, we booked T-Biz to, to perform and on a surprise thing again, he still performed, but only to like about 350 people after everyone's outside just having oh, their own fun. Shit. You know, people weren't mad at us. You know, people was like, you know what happens. But um, if you couldn't find a venue again for a while, oh. had to park it for a while, couldn't find a Friday. We had to do a Thursday in Brixton again in June and in August, which it did pop off, but lucky because it was summer. Mm. Then the infamous recess block party happened end of yeah. summer. The first Chill. ever one and in sticks, RIP sticks, you know. So we built a relationship with sticks. Sticks was serving us well in 2017. In Tottenham, right? Yeah, in Tottenham. Served us well in 2017, 2018. And I think it was 2018 when we was like, okay, we're gonna start recording every single party as well. Do you know what I'm saying? We need to document all the sets because it's just good to listen back to them, you know. And pe- like the reason we love sticks so much, because they gave us leeway to do a lot of things we wanted to do. When it came to our first anib- first anniversary. In December 2017, they gave us four Fridays in a row. Oh, nice. And, you know, we smashed it. Mm. When it came to, like, we want to do a random party in summer, like, they'll give us, yeah, you know what, it's free. You guys can have it. We'll do a party within five days' notice, you know, because we will always, we'll always have, we'll give them a good thing in it, a um, good bar, and uh, people love the venue. But um, it was 2018, I think September, we was like, okay, we want to do our own radio show, innit? Um, we did one on Radar in 2017, but um, obviously Radar had gone by September 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so we was like, okay, we've got to do this ourselves. We found a way, we found a platform to stream on. Um, gonna find a way to produce radio shows. And I can't lie to you guys, it was so bad this first episode. Really? <laughs> that, was, like, that was actually cheeks, bro. Like, nobody got <laughs> in. You know, we want cheeks. Like, it was absolutely bad. It's terrible, man. Why? Why was it so of, bad? Because we were just we, like the mics were interfering and stuff, uh, and they were bare. Like it was these kind of condenser mics, in it, but we didn't really get the pattern right, so you can hear every single movement. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I'm saying, and um, it was just so bad, and it was kind of inconvenient. We were doing it on Thursday nights in autumn, and Thursday nights in autumn is a prime night for those brand na- brand activation parties, yeah, 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 brand events, <laughs> yeah. exhibitions. So, Joe, Jojo, you, you you like a Thursday night, don't you, fam? Five. <laughs> yeah. Five, listen. 
I love that Thursday night, man, because <laughs> it's one of the ones, yeah. It's like, it's like um, when the people when people say Thursday's new Friday, I cringe a little, innit? Because Thursday's his own guy. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, yeah. Thursday's his <laughs> own guy. His own man. guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's a proper good night for just for like something that's kind of light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too heavy. So um, yeah, we tried a couple more times with this re- recess radio thing. It wasn't banging at all, man. But we we wanted to build it as a tool to prom- to like build hype for the parties. So we did an 80s theme party. So we did a recess radio. We did a so-called Afrobeats versus Dancehall. Did a recess radio. Doing that. Of, when we did an episode at Pirate Studios from a friend's crib, it was improvising, but it was getting better each time, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got to the point where we was able to live stream the parties in full now. So I remember oh, wow. we did... Yeah, bro, like, it was... We felt like little geniuses, but at the same time, we felt like, you know what, yeah? Like, I know Bear, all these... I know the Bellies Bronies, yeah, they do it for their own thing, like especially like boiler room and that. So there is a pattern, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a pattern that we can we can never pattern pattern ourselves, innit? Do you know what I'm saying? Rather than waiting to get called up, drafted in by someone like Boiler Room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, facts. Yeah. So we can pattern our thing ourselves. And then at that time again, um my the, the ex girlfriend at the time, she was like, yo, you need to have like a second project, like a baby. You can't rely on recess too tough. And I was like, Thank you, but no thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, a recess is calm. We're, we're doing our thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I was really confident. But in the back of my mind, I knew she wasn't really capping. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And um, mm. so I started to like soul search, not soul search, but think deeply. You know, what can we do? What can we do? What could be different? And um, uh, the idea, I had an idea. I was like, okay, let's do a party. I want to do a party where there's no, there's no, um, uh, what's it called? There's no phones. One second, guys. It's in my yeah, yeah no worries. My the yellow jacket, no? In a zipper, in a in a pocket. Yo, sorry, yeah, I wanted to do a, I wanted to do a party with no phones. With no phones in it. And um so people come and just enjoy the music and enjoy the music that isn't just the what we play at recess, enjoy different genres and we yeah, kind of yeah. open out because obviously the recess uh music we play at recess is quite formulaic and it's quite in the center. You know, we want to ex- explore the taste of all these DJs. So the whole no phones concept, well, I was like, okay, let's call it no signal. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously you've got no signal to the outside world. Mm-hmm. You're know, just enjoying the music and people around you. And I thought logistically it's going to be quite long, I can't lie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to you got to get one phones. of those those bag things that they get at the Bruh. property shows. And yeah, 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 yeah. Lockers and all of that bread you know what I'm saying I wanted to make it free as well and I was just thinking you know what let me just try a boiler room style concept where we get DJs small crowd cameras and stream it stream the audio until we learn to stream video uh, so we kind of we launched that April 2019 and it's costly man used Omera in London Bridge oh wow it cost us like 500 quid you know what I mean but like we, we're lucky that we had the budget to do it because obviously we was doing the recesses and we was we were doing really well, mm-hmm. but it's it's still an L. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you, you have to pay for the people that are shooting as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's for just, sure. It's just it's an investment, isn't it? Like Adds up. Yeah, yeah, trust me, trust me. Yeah, no. Man. So I parked it, man. I was like, you know what? Let's just live stream parties, isn't it? I remember Puma ordered us to live stream their um their in what's it called the wireless after party. We streamed it. My friend Chibs, he wanted to do a birthday party. So I was like, you know what? They want to do a birthday party. Get someone's yard and just stream it. 
went to IB for DLT. We did the Villa party. We streamed oh, it. Oh, that must you know have been crazy. You know what I mean? It was so weird. Went to New York as well. Did a little party with some people out there in Brooklyn. Streamed right. it. You know right. what I mean? But at the same time, it, was, it wasn't it was a major project. Recess was mm-hmm. the main one. We're still trying to build Recess. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, yeah, I remember probably towards the end of last year, like, I think AAA was like, yo, what's this no signal thing saying? Though? Like, what are we saying about no signal? And I was like, I don't know, man. I want to make it like editorial, like a magazine, you know what I mean? Like a media yeah. magazine, but I'm not sure, man. You know what I mean? Because it's not a money maker. I've got to think how it's going to make money. But mm-hmm. as soon as lockdown hit, we was like, all right, cool. We've got a platform. We don't have to stream a DJ sets. So we're good to go. You know what I'm saying? No, no, that's dope, man. Um, Jojo, I just want to jump in because obviously you might hear me, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, obviously, you know, like like you said, you know, you had a journey through like recess, black in the day, and not, and and now no signal. And in the eyes of many, they might think that you've just like bustled, you've blown overnight in it. But yeah. what I love about your story is that you you've been honest, like you t- you took you've taken so many L's, but they ended up being W's because like it taught you how to pattern for next time. You yeah, understand? Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, like, um, how do you feel like? Like um the first ever the first ever like live no signal during the lockdown. What some of the key learnings you learned from some of your your other parties or other ventures? And then do do you feel that first one went really well? Yeah, to be fair, the first one we did was um it was just called a recess live. And it was easy because we had a recess coming up that week of lockdown. So we said that right, cool, party's cancelled, but the vibes is not done. Mm. So at least we knew like at least we knew from well, how we used to live stream parties, we know how to set up a live stream from home. Uh, so it was easy, just easy to direct people. You know what I mean? Um, it was, I don't think there was, there wasn't much that we, much learnings from like, past failures that applied to that moment that when we did the first no signal. But mm-hmm. I remember just some of the funny things was that, you know, we went to try and do switchovers. We had to tell people to like, okay, well, listen, we're going to switch over now. So bear with us for that. A couple of minutes, you know what I mean? Like mm. little teething problems like that, you know. But over time, you learn how to do seamless transitions, you know, where people would even notice it. But um, yeah, like that, that, that I remember that that first night, that first night was amazing, you know. It was a proper nice night, like you know, yeah. the first live stream we did in lockdown. One, one thing I love, Jojo, as well, yeah, as I listen to your story, is you always, you've always thought of ways to connect people and bring people together, like whether it's a party, um, whether it's Displaying a different side of Black Britain through the Black yeah. through Black in the day. Like, where does where does that where does that mindset of wanting to connect people and bring them together yeah. come from? It's cultural connector, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's I think it's um like I said, man's Nigerian, man, and Nigerians <laughs> love to we love to celebrate, love to party, you love to have people around, you know what I mean? And I think it's just it's just a thing where it's like you know I've always wanted uh, I've always liked having people around or bring people together. It goes back to ACS days when we was doing the weekly ACS meetings, you know. I just think it's been just kind of like, probably it's a, it's that cultural residue, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like proper just, like it's with me for life. And I do see as there is as a, that there is a gap for people to be, like black people to feel connected, especially um, in certain spaces in London or even certain spaces online. Because um, more time when we're connected, when we're together online, one thing that brings us to, one thing that brings us together is is uh like this word Schadenfreude, where we're all collectively laughing mm. at someone's dismay or demise. 
and that's not really great. Do you know what I'm saying? So we mm. wanted to always wanted to. I always want. I always wanted to bring people together online for like positive entertainment, mm. and that's why NS Ten V Ten was such a great moment because it was one of my lifelong goals that I wanted to tick off, and yeah, finally mm. done it. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. When did you realize, like, when you when you started ha- um, doing the live shows for No Signal? When did you realize, oh, no, we're onto something right now? Um, it was definitely ten v ten. Actually, no, what you know, it wasn't. It was. The first real day that I thought, okay, we, we, we got something good here was uh, the, we did a live stream with DLT. So they programmed like, their DJs mm. from like 1 to 10 or some shit like that. And I was like, you know what? This is actually a bad because seeing people respond and enjoy and we had so many people lock in. One second, guys. Yeah, yeah. We had so many people lock in. Like, but what, at the time, what seemed like a lot of people. So like 300 people. And we was like, yo, this is, I could do this. Like, we could definitely pattern this. We can definitely mm-hmm. have more moments like this. Uh, and that's what kind of shaped what we see is the, the the scheduling for what No Signal Sunday is right now. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really, it was a nice feeling. It was a proper nice feeling. Yeah. Um, I think that was the first moment, yeah. Um, I think I, I came into contact with um, No Signal when you guys started to do the 10v10. Um, got a slight burnt a bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like your thing was rigged, fam. The thing well, was rigged. Which one? Which one? And vibes, fam. You want to know oh, the yeah, tea yeah. on that it one? Was, that was <laughs> <a> nice <laughs> Please inform me, bro. Because after that day, I was like, no, the guy who was DJing for vibes didn't represent vibes properly, bro. So yeah, with all respect to that person, yeah, I was I was definitely shocked because he, he at the time at the time and for, and for like two years before that he was a recess DJ, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And he was like we all worked together and we know he's an amazing amazing DJ. Yeah, like legit, was it a like, sabotage thing? Was he Jamaican or no? He's Jamaican, bro. He's a proper Jamaican. Proper Jamaican. That's a proper Jamaican. Fam. You can't, a, what? Didn't fam. Pick, no, bruv, there were some tunes that were off that list that I was like, hang on, how come you didn't? I was shocked as well, bro. <laughs> I was so shocked. And I'm not even, I'm not a dancer aficionado, man, but he is, he is, he is like he's he's a self-proclaimed like you know cartel stan. He always schooled us on so many things on dance and about cartel, yeah. you know. And we probably like when we was when we picked when we said we're gonna do the show, I said to the team, I said, "There's only one person that's gonna do this. It's gonna be him," you know. Wow. And it's so crazy like how that turned out to be a disappointment. But I feel like <laughs> the pressure of that day. Mm. Was, there was a lot of pressure for him. It was disgusting. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't blame him for crumbling because he didn't submit his list on like the, the, the day. Oh, so he was thinking, thinking. He was going, yeah. Overthinking it, you know. And uh, that some of the, a lot of the abuse that he received wasn't warranted. It was a bit too much. But, you know, that's something that, that's another story, isn't it? But, yeah, like, okay. yeah I, I don't know why he selected some of those songs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, man. But yeah, I, I didn't expect more from him. But nah, he he's should never take away from him being a DJ and being a, a dancehall a dancehall historian. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But yeah, man, the pressure that day was too much, man. It was, it was crazy. Georgia, how do you um how do you measure your success? Because if I look at everything that you've talked about so far, recess, black in the day, no signal. There's there's a lot of like 
Instagram success, I guess, where, you know, the, the following is quite good. So people can look at that as a, as a means of success. But how do you look at success? How do you know that you've done something and it's hit, it's hit how you've wanted it to hit? I think when people, there's, there's a particular party we did in, in 2017 that people still reference to this day. You know what I'm saying? And for me, that is success because it's like if you leave uh, like a, you, you leave a mark in someone's like, a positive mark on someone's um, history or their memory, sorry. That is, that is something that is, feels like, like it's trophy worthy, you know. When mm-hmm. people talk about that, the 3rd of May 2020 as being, you know, their favorite days of lockdown, I'm like, yo, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, Even though facts. how things panned out, we still gave people something to be so excited for. Mm. And to be happy for or disappointed at as well. Do you know what I'm That's saying? Sick. Yeah, for sure. You know, so for me, like, like even though yeah, the outcome of, for example, that the third of May, you know, was was a bit of a it was like a Champions League final. The, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Quite disappointed <laughs> in the end of it. But um, yeah, like I feel immense pride and um, I feel like it was a very successful moment. You know what I'm saying? So um, mm-hmm. that's probably it's, it's when when people remember. A certain moment that you've created, do you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, yeah, that's success for me still. So, like, we were just saying how we, we we see you as like a cultural connector, in it, like from like in the day recess, there's no signal. Like, what 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 would you say is like your um f- the f- your favorite thing about the black culture? Um, I think it's about the black culture in general. Yeah, in general, I think it's the fact that we have. Like all of us speak so many different languages, yeah, like native languages, but we have certain things that bring us together, and it's like uh, it's our own language. You know what I'm saying? And for me, that's actually man. music, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Is that one thing that actually like all of us appreciate together? As much as people like to be like yo, one Afrobeats or one dance or whatever with these weird opinions, but really and truly, those are the things that bring us together, man. You can't deny it makes you move. Bro, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's the language. Yeah. When, when people are saying, oh, you, you, I can never have anyone dancing at my wedding. It's like, you're lying. Do you know what I'm saying? Because dance is another yeah, language that all of us can speak, mm-hmm. bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we should never try and cap that hard, in it? Because that's the one... Those are music and dance. Obviously, those things are linked anyway, but they proper bring us together. It's a language we all, we all can speak. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, that's probably what I like. That's probably what I like the most about our black culture. That's it, man. I think there was like one thing you said earlier which really kind of resonated with me when you were talking about uh, your graphic design background and like how uh, it seems that you're always thinking of how to make it easier for the end user. And I just feel like throughout everything you've done, having that mindset is you're just about adding value to people and that's something that you see very clearly. Like even with... um, even with no signal, like during lockdown period, I think you cotton on very quickly. Like, how can I add value during that period? And I think it's such an interesting mindset you have because everything, even through graphic design, you're just thinking about what's going to be the end goal. What, how am I adding value? What's it going to be there for the consumer? And it's just fascinating to hear you chart everything. And that was like the red thread that I was just seeing throughout all of it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's I appreciate that, bro. Because it's, it's you have to kind of like. I've learned from especially recess how like people behave and you know it's kind of like I'm I'm not a social a sociology student but you kind of pick up on certain things in it you know what I mean and people want things sped food um, spoon fed to them sorry and also you want people want things as easy as possible <laughs> in it 
So I remember when the versus thing was happening early doors and it was on Instagram live and I was like, yo, this is cool, but having to pull up another device for me to for me to be able to enjoy this thing, yeah. the enjoyment comes from the commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's long. I, I can't be doing this. And the sound quality is not good as well. Mm. So we was like, automatically, we was like, okay, our product's going to be better mm. because we're going to have crystal clear sound quality and you can enjoy it. Yes. But, and you should listening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, um, it's always kind of like um, making things, I think that's what helped us a lot as well. And it's the kind of understate, it's very understated that why 10v10 blew up so well because it was actually easy to listen to. Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, that is something that from from like recess times, you know, that even our ticket partner, Dice, is so easy to buy a ticket off Dice. Mm. You know, and we chose Dice because of the ease of use. Yeah. So you don't have to type in your every single so called like you don't need autofill basically because yeah. you already sign up and you can buy a ticket within like two clicks you know what I'm saying yeah yeah. So, like, it's just like we always try to make things as simple as possible well, and where, where possible yeah that's dope man yeah last question from me Joe is um if I listen to you speak and what you said about you wanted to create a party that was like centered around like putting black people at the center a lot of the time whether that's in movies whether it's in TV a lot of narratives and experiences have been, you know, written or, or dictated to us by people who are not from our community. And what yeah. it sounds like is like you've created these platforms and these things to connect people, having known what you as a black person would like to experience. Mm. Why, why is that important to you? And like, what do you think the future of that looks like? Um, I think it's, it's it's very important for for black people to to tell uh, or to dictate black culture as well. In, in all things, or even to tell the stories, I, I wrote an article. The only article I've written in my life, to be fair, and it okay. said only we can tell us only we only we can tell our stories because, like, you can study black culture all you want from a book, but it's never going to be like the 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 how someone who's born in it and born mm. from it can tell it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So when you've got like, for example, like a white director making a film on a black historical moment or black cultural movement it's like they can get all the 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 stories and archive image and all histories everything but it's never going to hit the same do you know what I'm saying never going to hit the same and I I think it's very important because what's the point I feel like you're you're still diminishing um, or push you're pushing down um, the 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 narrative or the story of black people if you're not letting them tell it themselves yeah if you're getting someone else to do it because they're more credible more experienced you know what I'm saying because yeah. it's still it's, for me it's still kind of a it's a form of bondage as well it's like yo you guys can have you can, we can tell the story but we're going to be in charge of it like what the fuck is that do you mm. know what I'm saying or you know you can have this music in this venue but these DJs are going to play it and we're going to take the money do you know what I'm saying? Like, and there's there's been times where some of the biggest hip hop parties in London were run by non-black guys. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's an absolute joke thing. Yeah. And them same guys will now go on the internet and start talking down on the opinions of black people. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I feel like that is that's a joke thing. You know, and how how you know for me, I can't, I personally can't fuck with that. Some people can stomach it because you know what they just like. I'm just trying to turn up. They don't really care, and that's that's, that's cool. Doesn't make them a bad person. Doesn't make them ignorant or weak, or whatever. But me, I can't sit there and watch that happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, the driving force for behind recess, and now the driving force behind no signal because you've got certain companies 
who are saying uh, hip hop and R and B for the UK, but you've got like white people as the hosts for this yeah. for this radio station. But they're they're the ones that's giving me hip hop and R and B for the UK. Yeah, no, nah, he that's, that's vomit worthy business, bro. <laughs> Disgusting. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 really terrible. Man said like, vomit worthy. Disgusting. I, I, I don't think in the history of the podcast we've ever heard that, that word. So. <laughs> vomit worthy business. Vomit worthy business. Bro, right. Now, Jojo, a quick one on my side. Um, like obviously, you know, we know each other through my sister. Shout out to Natalie. Hold and um, Nat. obviously I'm living here and trust me. And um, yeah, I heard that you mean three, four years ago when recess was popping. And um, yeah, like to so like to see your like your progress, you know, with Black in the Day, with ten v ten v ten, and now we're working working alongside Spotify. I just want to say shout out to you for like being an entrepreneur and like breaking down doors, but also being really focused. Like you just said about like owning um, yeah. um owning owning the narrative, um. Yeah, and like, you know, like, and you, you said a great thing that made me think, like you said, you could have a white director shoot a, like a black film. And it, it, you, earlier you mentioned something about subtle touch and like, w- w- you know, you could have like a, a, a scene of a fridge, right? Yeah. And if it was us man that directed it, maybe it would be like, you have like an ice cream container. Maybe for most viewers, you might, you, you, you might expect to see ice cream. Yeah. Even yeah. Though you, Actually, love rice, shaki, whatever you can yeah, get, gold meat, things like that in it. But I, I, I think I'm going to cheese it there or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think bro, do you know the funniest thing it. though? Yeah, <laughs> bro. My like, anytime I go back home to my parents' house, and yeah. if, I, if I take food, the one thing they always say. Bring back my container. Yeah, bro. It's yeah. a 99p ice cream container, bro. <laughs> bro are you so mad? precious about <laughs> them? It's, it's, because... it's, held, it's held thousands of pounds worth of food, bro. Just, it's yeah. um, thousands of pounds. You add it up, 100%. Yeah, them bro. ice cream containers are durable as fuck, bro. 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 Do you know what was mad? Like, you know when my brother came over, um, my mum my smuggled like a cooler uh, with like jollof, <laughs> everything in there. So That's he's just cool. coming with this bag and... Um, Obviously, we've eaten everything. And then she texted and just said, like, I need my plastic. So he's gone back on the plane. It's just, like, empty stack of plastics. Yeah. Back. yeah. For why? After you, bro. For why? So <laughs> what do you mean, for why? For mum. Bro. <laughs> for mum, bro. And he can never... It, those clear plastic ones, he can never clean them 100%. Like, where's the residues there, bro? Hey, now, I saw one video of how to clean it, though. Yeah, I saw that as well, you know. Is it? Shake it. Yeah. You got to put oh, soap in just shake well. it. Something yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's why. Oh, okay, okay. Sending that to my dad today, man. <laughs> yeah, that that is that is magic for real. I was shocked to see it come clean. Okay. Remember all those adverts of Ainsley Harriet and Fairy? Doing one yeah, that guy's a kappa. That guy is a kappa. <laughs> that winning smile. That bro. simple, isn't it? Ain't that simple? Bro. <laughs> it's like squeeze it on there, leave it for wow. five minutes, and then you could wipe it wow. clean. Bullshit, bro. <laughs> Yeah, you have to get in them crevices, bro. <laughs> it's, it's the corners, isn't it? You're yes. Going. Yes. Oh, shit. Really getting there, bro. Oh, 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 bro. O
But listen, Jojo, honestly, man, it's been so sick to have you on the show, man. No, no, uh, thank you people guys, are going to listen to this, laugh and learn a lot as well, man. Definitely. It's just so sick to just hear your story, see where you've come from, the way that you've managed to just go from one thing to another and take everything that you've learned. Seamlessly as well, Seamlessly, man. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, bro. Like, and like, uh, you can see what you've learned from one place to the next as well. And you just keep on beginning to build, like just bringing culture together and I, I respect it bro because that's one thing that I think that we're missing right now is community but like as you're bringing as you're bringing it together that's what we're creating in it so yeah, power man. to you bro more power no, to thank you thank you bro man. appreciate that's it man. it's been a good chat still been a very <laughs> yeah. good chat taking me down some places like in the memories that I haven't been down in a while you know what I'm saying mm. so, sick so, sick yeah. I think from my side as well I just love the whole like just taking control of everything man like mm. You said that you tried with a couple of radio stations and it didn't really pop. But then you said, fuck yeah. it, like, I'm going to do my own thing. Even that didn't bang initially. But then, yeah, you know, man. you got it to work, man. So it kind of almost reminds you of, like, Jay-Z, when no, no label wanted to sign him back in the day, so he just started his own thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I, I really respect that. So, again, thank you, man. Just wanted to echo Kieran's words. Yeah, no, thank you, man. It's, um, even this, like, even that, this, with Black, with the Black culture as well, like, we have... Density in certain bits, certain corners, certain industries, and lack of density. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But like the podcasting, they got all the black co- podcasters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> remember that? Remember that time when people were saying, "Why is everyone trying to start a podcast?" Man, yeah, fish your front, bro. <laughs> never too much. You know what I'm saying? There's a million Real stories, talk. fam. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then you've seen it. Like if you look at the thing, the, the game four years ago to now, yeah, and you see how big some people have grown. Like you know, yeah. like Halfcast is a reputable mm-hmm. platform. And you got free shots and you got the receipts, girls. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, this thing is created, like, it's created careers, but in the same right. breath as well, yeah, it's also just documented, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All saying these episodes just... are like a moment in time. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, archives. Yeah. Exactly. And it's then if you look though. at them, it's beautiful. It's, a, it's absolutely beautiful. It's crazy. If you, look at, if you look at the influencer thing as well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. I got friends who have an agency, bro. Like, and they were just free black girls. It's not no white people managing Mario Musa or managing Ella Rose. Yep. These are <laughs> some of the biggest black influencers, bro. These are f- it's black girls behind them. It's yeah. Nang. The music industry. My brother works in the music industry, and that's probably the most densely populated yeah, like right. industry for black people, where niggas yeah. are making bread behind the scenes and in front of the, in front of the thing as well. You know, mm. but when it comes to that media, we're still a bit light when it comes to the. When it comes to the radio stations, like radio is a really weird thing, in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. not to dis, not to dismiss the, ex- the existence of other radio stations that are out there that are run that are mostly black. But when I say something that's in the center of yeah. the culture and that's relevant as well, there isn't many. You know what I'm saying? Even the media platforms over on YouTube, they serve one purpose, and that's just like mostly rap and all that stuff. Mm. But I put a tweet out yesterday saying that, you know, the UK scene isn't just like a promenade of shops. It's, mm. you map it out, it's loads of streets and avenues. And Facts. that's what, that's what we need a compre- we need more than one. Like, I'm not saying that no signal's going to be to look after everything and be the number one platform. It needs to be there. But mm. at the same time, people need to actually look and support these platforms. The only way these platforms can grow is people supporting them. And the best way to support a platform a media platform is to engage with it. Do you know what I'm saying? Facts. You know what I'm saying? There's bare people are doing their thing. They don't get the engagement they deserve. And that's just a conversation about social media. You know what I'm saying? You've got social media. There's literally not, I won't say the names in it, but certain accounts where they just take bare content 
put it on their page and they'll just like, yeah, they'll people rather go to a social media page than the actual uh, uh, website. Or the platform. owner of that content, isn't it? So, it's it? crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? So social media is going to die though, man. You know what I'm saying? It's going to die, bro. Soon. So we got to start getting ready. Yeah, trust. Right. But Jojo, listen, man, it's been sick to have you on. You've been listening to the Out of Phone podcast with your boys, Kieran, Yaf, Ooh. Stephen, Kwame, and Jojo Shinobi. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, 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 sir. <laughs> hey. Told you Got him at the end. Told you I gave him. Got him. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You London boys are crazy. Hey, come on. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.